My guest today is mostly known for his time with Gospel Rockers Guardian. He has performed in over 35 countries with combined album sales exceeding 1 million units. And you're going to meet him next on 41 Strong. Hey everyone, welcome to 41 Strong Podcast. My name is Chuck Tate, great to have you with us today. 41 Strong is a podcast that delivers encouraging scriptures and stories to help people like you hold on and stand strong. Today is episode 144 and my guest is rocker Jamie Rowe, not just hello, a rocker, I, I am blessed to call him friend. Um, we go Absolutely. way back. Jamie, welcome to 41 Strong. Thank you, my brother. And that is true. Chuck Tate's, Chuck Tate is what we call good people. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, I first uh, met you, of course, when you we were in Guardian, and um, kind of funny yeah. story, but, um, you know, I actually, as a young 19-year-old youth pastor, brought in Guardian on the first watch tour with Paul Colley as a singer, mm-hmm. all right? And um, that was my first introduction to Guardian. And then, of course, um, he was gone, and there was this new singer. Of course, I knew you from Tempest. And um, I, I still remember, like, one of my, um, one of my memories of the new, the, you know, the, the First Love album was, uh, I mean, Fire and Love, <laughs> um, was, was um, I, I had it on cassette tape. I was in my bedroom. And I popped it in to give it a quick listen, and dude, I was just blown away. I'm like, this is so awesome! And, and the rest is history. I think I brought you in two or three times, and um, saw oh, you, yeah. set, saw you at several festivals. And I remember you on set on one of the videos too. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Yeah. Well, dude, um, it's been good to um, stay in touch all these years. Yeah, and um, I don't know if you even know this, but back in it was. Um, I was a youth pastor in Ohio. Um, I brought you into Illinois a couple times, but when you guys played mm-hmm. Creation, Creation Festival, um, you know, I know you played several years, but the, one of the years I was a youth pastor in Ohio, and um, myself and a couple buddies, my good friend Bob, we, we drove to Pennsylvania to see you guys, and um, we forgot our money at home. And okay. and um, we had a flat tire. We had to get it fixed um, while we were in town. We were sleeping in our car so we could see you guys. Oh, wow. And oh. we were out wow. of money, didn't know what we were going to do. And then, um, you know, ran into you guys. And you um, gave us some backstage passes. And that allowed us to eat. <laughs> so, thank you for feeding me. No, you're, you're quite welcome. Wow. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't remember that, but that's, I'm good. Yeah, actually, you know, I can think of. I've done that for somebody else. It was a guy in England. Uh, gosh, this was 2007. It was at a, at a mainstream show, and he's over there, and like, he's like, man, I didn't, I didn't get a pass. He was like working perfectly for another artist, and I gave him my food pass. And to this day, like, I'm good with him because I fed him. You know, what I mean? <laughs> so. But <laughs> so I guess that's just I, I have a a, a catering uh, pass ministry. I guess. Yeah, yeah, man. Thanks for feeding the homeless. Um, so, <laughs> you know, you've—I mean, I just mentioned in the in the little liner at the beginning of the show that you've performed in over thirty-five countries. Yeah. Your album sales have exceeded one million. You—I didn't mention you co-wrote 
um, 13 number one rock songs at Christian Rock Radio, including with Toby Mack and, you know, the, the debut yeah. single, Extreme Days. You've won a Dove Award. Um, I mean, you've, you've been able to um, be a part of the Christian music cool, industry. Cool yeah. yeah, man, some, some, some great stuff over the years. And um, let's begin with, I mean, the, the music industry has drastically changed. Can you just give the average person has no clue how much it's changed? Um, just a little, a little bit of insight. Oh, gosh, <clears throat> I think I think how much of it's changed. I mean, like I'll think of something like the last, uh, like a Guardian record. Like if I, I remember a Buzz, the Buzz album in 1995. You know, I think the first week sales was like 7,500 units, and that was that was good for, for Christian music and for us at the band at that time. First week sales, that um, was nowhere near the, the Billboard 200. You know, it wasn't anywhere near the charts. Now, if today came out and the record sold 7,500 units the first week, so we could probably, in theory, have a top 10 album on the mainstream music chart. Wow. You know what I mean? So that's how, that's how drastic, because, you know, it's just, and now they change the charts a little bit where it does factor in streaming and whatnot, but, um, no, it's changed. It's changed a whole lot. It seems like, a, like I would hate to be an artist completely starting over these days and stuff like that. And I think you know, I was fortunate to make this new record, which I'm sure we'll talk about here in a minute. But you know, the only reason I got to make it is because I have an existing fan base. Um, you know, it just it would just be, you know, a, a full labor of love and stuff like that at this point. So it'd be really hard for me to get hurt because there, there are twenty thousand songs uploaded to Spotify every single day. Wow. And uh, it's just, you know, it's just, there's just a lot of music. Now, on the other side, going all over the place here, from an, from an artist standpoint, it's not so good because they haven't figured out the monetization correctly. But from a fan side, including myself, dude, dude, I've got the entire, basically, recorded history of music on my phone. The same thing I'm talking on right now, I'm carrying out a music collection. So I think it's pretty great. So yeah. uh, if they can ever figure out how to monetize that for the artist to help them make a living, like me at this point, so I get... I don't expect to ever make any kind of living off music ever again. I really don't. And, uh, and I'm cool with that. So, but it's changed, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's, let's talk about the the new album. And, Uh um, obviously you, um, have been a part of a lot of rock acts and a lot of rock projects throughout the years. And, um, this, this new album is two shots of country and three shots of rock, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) Absolutely. And, and yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's kind of we, we talked about this before the interview started. Um, you know, I uh, I obviously allowed my country music influence on this record to shine through and everything. But it's funny is even six years ago, I was the guy who hated. Country. I remember being in a swimming pool and taking a Facebook clip of of showing the radio and stuff like that. They were playing the song by Jason Aldean, and I my castle was they're actually amplifying this crap. You know, yeah. so I went from that to also like loving Jason Aldean's music and everything like that. I just, you know, it's had a, a, a bit of a change to like what I like. A lot of things I like about 80s rock and 90s rock, I find in country music these days. And that's the part I'm drawn to. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll never be a country singer like, like that because I have, I have a rock voice. I'm a rock guy, but I can definitely have show the country influence, you know. You know, absolutely, man, and I love it. I love your voice. You're definitely my favorite um, vocalist. I just, I just wow, always dude. loved your, your um, man, just your voice, your range, the tone, just all of it, man. I'm just all in. So it doesn't matter what style um, you produce. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna blow it up. I, 
<laughs> I'd say thank you, but I didn't have anything to do with my voice. That's a God thing. So give it to him, brother. Yeah, <laughs> man. Well, um, the new album, you actually uh-huh. um, released, it, released it through a Kickstarter campaign. Yes, I did. And, and that was... Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I, just, I, I can run with this. I can tell you, um, you know, I had kind of given up on, like, pursuing music apps, like, for the most part, like, the year before. Like, I'll say, you know what, this isn't really fun for me anymore. I'm not really going to, you know, life is good. I've got a good job. My marriage is good. Everything's good. Um, you know, I found photography, which I love, you know, and videography. So, I guess, so I've got a lot of interest, and I just kind of put music on the back burner. But I still write songs. I just have to and everything and so I've been writing songs and, and all those basically ended up on This Is Home the album but um, <clears throat> a friend of mine Rob Harris here in Nashville asked me to play the Bluebird Cafe at a writer's round with him and uh, this last February and I was like kind of like oh, this is the, you know I, I can't not do this that's, that's a legendary historic you know music you know iconic you know venue and so I did it and stuff and I decided you know and the thing is, it wasn't filled up with, with Guardian fans or anything like that. You know, I, I, my wife, my daughter, and Dave Bach actually came down. But other than that, I really didn't know many people in the room. And I played these songs that I've written. With, and the songs never had an agenda. Like, I never thought, okay, this, you know, this is going to one day get played on Christian radio or something. I never had that kind of agenda. I just wrote what I felt and wrote honestly what came out, how I was feeling and everything. And I played these songs, and people loved them. Even the people at the Bluebird, the, the venue, Stuff like that, who hear things every single day, and they're like, "Man, I really, really enjoyed your music." And I took that as encouragement, and so I went home <clears throat> and I talked to Amber about it, and I was like, "You know what? I'm going to try a Kickstarter because here's the thing: Kickstarter is an all-or-nothing platform." I said, "If people want new music from me, then it's going to be up to them, and if not, I'm totally cool with it." And so, <clears throat> what was wild is, 11 days into the, the 60-day campaign, we got funded, so I got to make a record. Yeah. So man. and I decided like it is, and the thing is, lyrically and stuff like that, I decided there was no agenda. There's not, you know, I wrote a hundred percent of everything on this record. There was no co-writers or anything, and these songs were never written for a record. Like in the past, I've written music knowing it's going to be on a record. These were just written for my own enjoyment. You know what I mean? So and it, it really, <clears throat> I think you can really see the sincerity and honesty in the lyrics and stuff, and you can in, in, in the, the emotion and the performance. I think that, I think that shines through. I really do. Yeah, man. I, and you, when I listen to the record, it's 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 vulnerable. It's raw. It's real. And we'll, we'll we'll unpack that. And um, you know, I I think you were talking a little bit about the way the music industry has, has changed in this Kickstarter campaign. What well, I was so excited that the the day you released the album, you you broke the top one hundred on the iTunes country charts, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta understand about it was short lived, but regardless, I was there. You gotta understand with with no. With no label support, no marketing, I didn't have no videos up in advance or anything like that. It was just the day of launch, and it showed up there. I was like, "Wow!" You know what I mean? It's like kind of like like people do care and stuff like that. You know, I was I basically was I penetrated the the party I wasn't invited to. <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was pretty amazing. So you know, and, and like I said, second, I was you're you're a believer and everything like that. But I get, I gotta give a hundred percent credit to God because. I just, I don't have it together enough to pull anything like that off. The fact that he gave me that bit of favor is pretty amazing. So, you know, wow. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the album. I mean, like I just yeah. said, I mean, it's, it's raw. It's, 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 um, you know, 
It's vulnerable. It's real. And that's what I appreciate about you. You're willing to just lay everything out. And as, you know, as a pastor and been around different types of ministry, and now we live in, in a culture where people, um, co- you know, they, they compare themselves by just scrolling in a, Instagram and their value mm-hmm. is wrapped up in that. Um, you know, I appreciate somebody who's saying, this is what I'm struggling with. This is yep. what, this is where I'm at. And here, here you go. So, I mean, that's pretty much kind of the theme of the whole record, right? It really, it really is. And that's what I say. This record was never written as a record. This was just written as a collection of songs. And the fact that they work together so well with that message is pretty cool. Now, I just, you know, I hit rock bottom a few years ago. Um, you know, I know, I know I have this great history with Guardian and you know, traveling the world and just, you know, sharing the gospel through music and everything like that. But I hit pretty, pretty hardcore rock bottom a few years ago and uh, a lot of self-sabotage and everything like that. And just, I really experienced God's grace. And, uh, and so that's something I'm very aware of. Is like, I tend to look at people struggling a lot with a lot more empathy than I did in the days of my youth. And not that I ever like looked down on somebody for struggling or something like that. Now it's like, you know, there's this kind of pressure in Christian music to live this like, like you know, picture perfect life. Nobody says it, but there's this under, underlying pressure doing stuff, and, and just to not do that, and just to say, wait a minute, man, I'm not putting on a church mask, man. Here's the bottom line. I love in the scripture where uh, he says, "I believe, help me overcome my unbelief." That's mm. been me a lot of time in my life mm. and stuff. And I, you know, it's like I can. The song "Jesus Is the Way" it talks about all the, n- the negative things that I perceive in, in modern Christianity, but they still come down to the chorus. The bottom line is, okay, with all this stuff. Jesus is still the way. We may get it wrong, but he doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. In fact, let me just read, that... let me read a couple of lyrics from, from the song. Um, yeah. It starts out, Sometimes I question my belief in God, can't understand why life has to be so damn hard. Sorry That's about right. the language. I just need to be real right now. And these are the lyrics. I have the faith, but sometimes wrestle with my doubt. Don't trust anyone who claims to have it all figured out. It's like they just want to cheapen God's love and mystery so they can justify looking down on me. I mean, um, there's been some some pain that you've gone through. It, 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 a, lot, it, a lot of it's brought on myself, you know what I mean? So, But there is, and I just, the, the thing is, what's cool is about that lyric, the first lyric, uh, first of all, that kind of like flowed out of me, so it's like I didn't like work on that. It just came out, and so that was cool. So that's, that's a, real, a real honest, like from the heart lyric. But the thing is, like, I don't say sometimes I question God. I question my belief in God, meaning my, I question my understanding of God. And uh, I hope that always comes through and stuff like that. It's like, that's why you know, I say Jesus is the way. It says, when I question my belief in God, I'm questioning what my perception is of, of how I interpret the scriptures, how I, you know, experience his grace and whatnot. So that's, it's, it's, to me, that's, that's the most quote unquote Christian song I think I've ever written. Yeah, you know well. what I mean? Well, I really uh, I appreciate, uh, man, your genuineness, and um, I also want to go to um, the last little lyric of the of the song. It says that I think that okay. Jesus understands that life gets dirty. I think that Jesus understands we're going to get it wrong. Jesus understands we are hurting. He knows the questions in your in our heart before we pray. So don't be afraid, because Jesus is the way. Exactly, man. That's good. Chuck, let me read you something. I literally just got through Facebook. I'm going to leave this person's name out of it right before we got on the phone here. And this is from a guy. And I met him once. says, hey, Jamie, I got This Is Home yesterday. While I'm not into country gospel music, 
but I feel compelled to write you about this. This album has some of the most heartfelt lyrics I've ever heard, especially the song Born Again. That song brought tears to my eyes. I don't feel I am worthy of being saved. It meant so much for me. Thank you so much for writing this album. I don't feel I am worthy of being saved. Think of that. There are people out there and stuff like that. And, and, and my little bonehead three chord songs that connects with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that, that, that to me is real. You know, that, that's, that's, that's the reward of you. This may never sell anything. This may never, you know, the gold and platinum records. It's, no, I'm going to say it's not going to be. But I get a great reward in knowing that it's touching people's heart. And when, when people are just raw and real, it blows up, man. It, yeah. You know? Yeah, well, and you know. When they, and I believe when you seek God, he shows up, man. When you genuinely seek, that's why I'm not great when people question or not. Truth is truth. And God can handle it. Yeah, yeah, amen. And the fact that, I mean, you're, you're definitely connecting with people. People are, relate, are relating when they're, when they're hearing these lyrics, they're reading these lyrics, like, man, that, mm-hmm. that's me. And I love the fact that you're still pointing to people to Jesus. You're just saying, you know what, it's okay to, it's okay to have questions. Jesus is mm-hmm. big enough. And um, the fact you mentioned Born Again, let me read my favorite lyric from yeah. <laughs> Born Again. Okay. I am amazing grace with a shot of Skinner, hoping water turns to wine at the church potluck dinner. Man, that's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, it, that, was, that was written originally as a joke, and I just loved it so much. I kept it. So. But that is true. That, that really is me. And stuff, you know, I mean, I'm the type that's like, you know, I don't I want to put on the face. You know, so, so I love my church. We have these great potlucks. But I'm also the guy in the corner, like, we're having kicks next. Oh man, you know, a nice cold like Nick Ultra would be really good right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm that guy. So, well, but I also, I also understand that, that uh, you know, it's like I don't have it together. So God's God's going to do it for me. The, the, the good in Jamie Rowe is God. I'm pretty dang good at blowing uh, blowing up the wrong way. Well, you, you said in, uh, another lyric in the song is, "I ain't perfect, but I'm better than I've ever been." Because baby, I'm born again, and that. That's it, man. At the end of the day, thank God for God's grace, His mercy, that, um, you know, He's still God, regardless of how we feel, and He's right there. He's still moving. He's still working. When, he's, when it feels like He's silent, He's mm-hmm. still still setting up divine appointments, working behind the scenes, and um, um, I just come down to this last, this last lyric, and um, I can just repeat this one all day, uh, this song, but um, of all the blessings I've been given... My favorite one is being forgiven. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beyond that, man, what do you got? You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, I, I love the album, and um, I want to encourage everyone that is listening and, and, and watching to, to go check it out. So why don't you tell us real quick how we can get a copy of This Is Home? Okay. Well, it's available on all the streaming services, so Apple Music, Spotify, and you know Pandora all those Amazon Music, Google Play, um, and the, the record is called This Is Home, and it's Jamie Rowe, J-M-I-E-R-O-W-E. If you actually want to contact Disc, my buddy, uh, John Kibble, who I did the Adrian Gale records with, he came to visit me a couple months ago, and he said, man, I'd really love to, I know, I know you don't want to deal with a CD, I'd really love to do the CD for you, so he, he's actually putting it out on Contact Disc. So if you want that, it's kibblerecords.com slash store, all lowercase. Kibble is K-I-V-E-L, kibblerecords.com slash store. All lowercase, that's important. And uh, that's that. And if you, uh, if you love it, let me know, man. I'd, I'd, like, to, I'd like to hear it. If, if you don't love it, let me know, too. It's like, I'm okay. I can, I can take it. Um, 
I just, I'm really happy with it. It's, it's obviously, everybody, their newest project is always everybody's favorite. This is definitely mine. And uh, it really does show, like, where I'm at in 2019. I, I love so, it. I love it. So people can go to jamierode.com to get, if, if, if they can't yeah, remember anything yeah. else, jamierode.com. I mean, you're, you. the lyrics are there. Every, everything's there, right? You're so smart, Tate. <laughs> you know everything. So. Uh, that's because I'm hanging yeah, out I with you. Put up, I actually put up, I don't know if I put it on the site, so I put it on the Facebook thing. I got to check the site again, but I did put the digital booklet that everybody got with the record on the pre-order. I put it up there for people who have Spotify so they can download the lyrics and the, the credits and everything, so... If it's not on jamiero.com, it will be by the end of the day. I think it is, though. <laughs> so. Well, as we as we get ready to wrap up, Jamie, um, I want to read some lyrics from the song Better Off Than Yesterday. It says, uh-huh. everybody's got a story to tell of throwing pennies in the wishing well, of looking to heaven to get through hell, trying to find a way to be better off than yesterday. Can you share some some parting words of the message that you want to give your fans? Yeah, man. It's like, in that, in that case and stuff, it's like, you know, we're... That's that's that goes back to the search thing. I really fully believe that when you like, seek the truth, and you will find. I really do believe if you seek Christ, if you seek you know God and truth, that you're going to find it. You know, I'm not like when people questions or have questions or doubts and stuff like that. We're so trained like to, to feel shameful about that, but no, it's like God can handle that. Mm-hmm. And uh, my thing is, you know, I you know, I don't. Have, I, I will get, I'm not a poster child for the perfect Christian, and I can tell you this, I'm getting better every day, and it's because of him, not me. Mm. So I would just tell people, like, look, you know, we, we've said this our whole lives. Like you don't have to have it together to bow at the, at the, at the throne of God and just say, God, I don't have it together. I can't do it. You're going to have to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so my encouragement would be you guys to, no matter what point you're going through life and stuff like that, just understand that God is there for you. You've not done anything too bad to make him not love you. His grace is for you. He loves you just as much as he loves your pastor. And, you know, be good to each other and, and shine Christ, man. Even if you don't say the name Jesus, if you show the name Jesus, kaboom, you know? Yeah, man. That's, that's my word. That's so good. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to, to hang out with us today. Appreciate it. We definitely need to do it again sometime. So, guys, my guest has been Jamie Rowe. So go check out jamierowe.com. Get his album. You can stream it everywhere. This is home. For our producer, Mike Sable, I'm Chuck Tate. We'll see you next week on 41 Strong. Purialife.com.